We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Show. I'm Adam Zadroik, joined by Ryan Belangi. We're here to discuss Thursday's Premier League slate, the last couple tiers here. Last midweek slate of the season in the Premier League. Ryan, before we get there, I wanted to bring up last, last week we had all these big discussions about Wolves and like I was going against you and Jordan saying, you know, Wolves aren't a team that, well, it said in the odds, I didn't like them to score a bunch of goals. And I had a couple good lineups. My cash lineup hit. My cash lineup ended up going with Raul Jimenez. That lineup still ended up hitting. I had a really good lineup, though, and the last player I had to decide on was one of my utilities midfielders here sitting around the 6K range, and I, I came back to our discussions, you know, we had on the show, came back to, you know, what if Wolves, what if they do, you know, get these multiple goals? Maybe it could be Heat Chan getting one of those extra goals. I put in He Chan. He was the worst player in that lineup. I finished at 130, and He Chan was a dagger to my lineup. Did you? How many? Did you have success yeah. last week? So, do you? Do you? No, Wolves no, players? I didn't. Okay. I did not. Yeah. Um, so if it makes you feel any better, uh, <laughs> him, him, Jimenez was probably my my highest owned forward, and um, uh, you talking about He Chan. I played He Chan in uh, the $180 tournament as well. So, yeah, it didn't go too well for me either. Um, yeah, you, you were right about Wolves, apparently. And eight, Nori was the one who scored, who I played on zero lineups. Yeah, I don't think uh, – I was looking through Jordan's lineups too. He, I don't think he had much success either. But speaking of the cash games, he actually – even though we talked about, you know, Madison and De Bruyne, obviously Jordan's not here. Maybe we can ask him about it on the next show. But he didn't use James Madison in his cash, cash lineup. So he, you know, on the wrong side of that one. But we got Yeah, oh, yeah I here. saw. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying um, to, you know, People didn't want to go to Madison. And he, I, I, I thought he was a better play than De Bruyne. Um, it yeah, didn't I make had, any sense to me, to be honest. No, it didn't. Uh, um yeah, I had like 85% Madison and 50% De Bruyne. So, I, I, yeah, I, I, it was just about, just about the matchup. I thought mm-hmm. City tough against West Ham and Watford are terrible, you know? Right. All right, so we have 
for today, or not today, tomorrow, Thursday's matches. We got Chelsea, highest in play goal total, 2.16. They are favored at home against Leicester City. Leicester City, who have been romping on Watford and Norwich the last couple slates. Other matches, we have actually have something to play for. Chelsea, Leicester, neither of them have anything to play for. So whether that means anything, probably not. But Everton, home against Crystal Palace. Everton are still sitting right above relegation. They probably need three points here. They can't afford to lose, but they're at 1.61 implied goal total, which seems pretty heavy. Uh, if you think about it, I, I, not, I'm not, I don't know about these odds really. Just reading them off right now. And then we got Villa, 1.56, home against Burnley. I think Villa should be higher than Burnley. We just saw Villa win 3-1, I think it was, at Burnley a couple Higher than ago. Everton, you mean? Yes, higher than Everton is what I mean. Um, I mean, why, why is Everton in this spot? 1.61, I know they have to win, but that – it's not like Crystal Palace are going to be like, okay, Everton, here's three points, here's three goals, we're going to let you win this. I, I just don't understand the odds here. Um, yeah, like are those really the odds? Because I would have to agree with you. Uh, I would put Villas – I would put Villas total slightly higher than Everton's. Um, I don't know. It's some disrespecting Palace a little. Also, Everton haven't really been attacking. You know, if they get a goal, I think they'd really try to sit on it. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, Villa, I think Villa against Burnley, that's I Villa's guess. last home match of the season. And Burnley's been, you know, one of the best, uh, opponents to go up against, uh, all year. So yeah, I mean, looks, the, the spot for Villa looks better to me. The only thing, you know, in Everton's favor is they have, I guess, more motivation, you know, and Aston Villa is playing against, Burnley, who is the other team with motivation. So then, you know, that makes sense a little, you know, obviously you got to buy into that because obviously relegation is, you know, the most important thing. Yeah. But if that's your reasoning, why did Burnley go down three goals at home against Aston Villa when they needed to to win two points against them two weeks ago? Right. No, no, no. I I agree. Yeah. You know, I'm on your side. uh, Like I know, I know a lot of stuff is just based off odds. Like we, like, like how Jordan said, it was like, you go with the Wolves players because, you know, they had the best odds to score. You have Raul Jimenez. He has the hat trick upside going you know, to Norwich. So yeah, you go with that, but that doesn't always mean everything. That's, that's kind of what I, I keep coming back to. Right. Like, while the odds say this, the odds aren't always correct. So sure. Oh, no, they're not. But what I'll say just on the flip side of that is um, Crystal Palace have been pretty bad away and like pretty decent at home. There's like a big difference. So I, I don't know if that uh, factors in at all. And then, um, you know, Burnley have actually, I don't know, Burnley have kept more clean sheets than Palace. So, you know, you can see, I guess, why it could make sense. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like the Villa spot a little bit better. Yeah, we, we definitely do come back to Crystal Palace away from home, but I will point out, I mean, they have looked kind of better. They, I think they kind of outplayed Aston Villa in their last away match. They got a late goal to get a draw on that one. They beat Southampton before that. They've only allowed one goal in each of their last three away matches. Um, it's not okay. like they're, they've been that bad compared to, I think it was more earlier in the season when Crystal Palace were just, you know, giving up tons of goals. Like they've gotten points in, I'm looking right now, seven, seven of their last 10 away matches. So it's not, 
I mean, that even includes FA Cup. So it's not like they're that bad, I guess. Maybe their overall season numbers look like that, but uh, of late, they actually haven't been as bad as we probably think in the back of our heads. Right. Yeah, good point. So forward here on this slate, we have... This is just an interesting slate in terms of pricing, and I guess it comes back to the odds a little bit because the the Aston Villa guys are cheaper than we kind of expected them to be. We have Richarlison here, 9,500 at home. I mean, I like like Richarlison, and, you know, he's – I mean, he has a shot in goal, I guess, the last, what, seven, eight matches. He's been pretty solid. He's had a decent floor, but 9,500, home against Crystal Palace, definitely not a cash play. But what are your thoughts on on Richarlison at this price? It's probably probably the most expensive he's been all season, you think? Yeah, yeah, it might be. It's weird to see him priced so much higher than everyone else, even like way higher than the Chelsea guys. And yeah, you mentioned Villa. You would think he should be similar uh, to those Villa guys. Um, I mean, he plays 90 minutes and I think he takes, yeah, he's been taking their penalties, I believe. Um, yeah. and he, he, right. He's, he's had a decent floor. Um, but it, no, just like point per dollar or like he, he's overpriced, but I think he's probably a pretty good tournament play just cause I don't, I don't think people will really roster him. I don't know. I don't know about you, but it seems like to me that he, he won't be popular and, um, I guess just to like just to jump ahead quickly because because it'll tie together. But <clears throat> we have Mason Mount and James Madison on the slate, who have been great recently. Uh, are always you know pretty popular and will be somewhat popular again. But um, when we get to midfield, maybe they're not quite quite the caliber of plays that they normally are. So you know if I'm not going to spend for Mount or Madison, um, you know, it would make even more sense to roster Richarlison. Um, so yeah, I like him for tournaments. Yeah. He's kind of in the, uh, what are they? The Ivan, Tony, Wilfred Zaha kind of, kind of mold here, just in terms of he's in this high price range and maybe has a decent floor better than we probably think. And just not as popular just because he just seems overpriced kind of a thing. And, but I mean, for cash games, just I guess just in general here, like why would you pay ninety five hundred on Richarlison when you can get Lukaku at seventy eight hundred, who's you know plus one ten to score, Richarlison plus one fifty to score, even down there you have Kristen Pulisic at eighty three hundred, uh, I mean five hundred more than Lukaku, so you have those guys, and then you can keep going down the list here with Danny Ings and Ali Watkins and Coutinho, the, the Villa guys that seem underpriced as well. So you have you have a lot of cheaper options that just look better on the surface, probably have as good of floors. You have, for cash games, I think Dwight McNeil just stands out here at 6,700. I know that, uh, so the last time these teams played, McNeil had a 14.7 floor. I know that was, you know, Villa had some early goals, so Burnley were kind of pushing the most of the way there. But, I mean, for the most part, since uh, Sean Dyche has been gone, McNeil's floor has been there, and I think that's that's kind of relevant. So, you know, unless Burnley get an early goal and they're kind of sitting back the, for 80 minutes or something, I think McNeil's floor would be there, but not for GPPs. 
so who who stands out? Uh, just we like the Richarlison in, in, in tournaments. He's not going to be popular, but just based off of like what we think is going to happen here, are you going to go with the Chelsea guys? You think that's a good play, or will they be too um, popular? Well, let's, will let's they be more the popular cash. than the Aston Villa guys? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Luke, I don't know. Lukaku might be. You know, I'm so bad with judging ownership in soccer. I never know what people are going to do. Um, but for, yeah, for, I mean, from a cash, sorry, go. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, if you just, just based off the odds, you have about 0.6 more implied goals for Chelsea. And it's not like they're pricing is that much more, at least Lukaku, is that, it's not like his price is that much more than, than Ings, 1,000 more. So you got to think Lukaku will probably be, I'm, I don't know, most, will he be the most popular forward in tournaments, do you think? Um, again, like, I don't know. I, I hope so. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, I don't really want to roster him. That, that, that's, that's why I say that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Chelsea have a what implied total over two, um, but yeah, I don't know. Lukaku has no floor. Uh, if Jorginho's back in the lineup, he's probably not on pens anymore. Um, and yeah, if he's going to be popular, I, I can fade that. I, as far as who's going to be, I don't know. There's I, I like a lot of these plays in the mid range. Just um, from a cash perspective, I wouldn't roster anyone at forward above. McNeil that I would start at McNeil but but to to talk about McNeil um in that last match against Villa Cor- Cornette didn't start um and that helped with McNeil taking all the sets um I think Cornette you know with him back in the lineup I mean it, it was I mean it was one corner in that match it was he took uh, two set pieces so it's not like it's like how much does that matter for his floor, really? Two right, seconds okay. taken. So, well, yeah, okay, it matters a little. Like, I guess this is like I would rather roster Cornet than McNeil. I don't know. They, I feel like they have a similar floor, and McNeil just has less upside, and he's also more expensive. And I think, I mean, they might all three share set pieces. Um, the two forwards in Brownhill, but I don't know. Yeah, I, again, you think I'm, it matters never... at all. I think Cornet played at forward last match. I think he played next to Ashley Barnes. If I'm not mistaken. Does it matter if Cornet is on the wing or if he's up front, or are you just you just think um, he has the better upside just because he's you know kind yeah, of better goal scorer? It probably kind of matters. Like you're right, it probably matters a little bit somehow, but I don't know the answer to that. So to me, it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah, Cornet. I just think, yeah, he has more upside no matter what. I think he's still taking penalties. I know he missed one a while ago, um, but I think he'd probably take the penalty. I mean, he's just like a better goal scorer in general. Um, So, yeah, I just, I would favor Cornet over McNeil. I don't, you know, McNeil will probably play 90 minutes and, and, you know, probably gets you 10 points. So, you know, he's fine for cash. He's looked better recently. You're right. Um, I feel like uh, at least half those games were with Cornet out though. 
Yeah, uh, Cornet, he's always seems like he has some kind of injury that he hasn't really been completely healthy all season. So he missed he missed the yeah, Wolves Watford match and came off the bench against Aston Villa. So and then I mean last week, right back into the team and played ninety, and you know with Burnley needing, I mean Burnley just desperate for everything. I, you know, maybe he'll get subbed early, but I don't. I wouldn't think it'd be before eighty minutes. Yeah, we kind of went over here. We have, speaking of GPPs here, speaking of tournaments, we have Jamie Vardy here, 7,600, four goals the last two matches. He's, I mean, I mean, you look at the odds. Leicester are .91 here. Again, Chelsea have nothing to play for. Um, I don't know what the actual numbers say here, but I know Thomas Tuchel Always says that Chelsea, or not always, but he said lately that Chelsea are worse at home because of, you know, the whole situation of, of their fans and everything uh, with their owner. But, yeah. I mean, last home game, they gave up two second-half goals to Wolverhampton. A couple matches before that, they gave up four to Arsenal. I mean, Leicester at .91 seems kind of low. Uh, I mean, you also have to throw in that, Chelsea played 120 minutes Saturday. I know it's Thursday, but you also have Kovacic, probably not going to start. Conte, probably not going to start. Uh, probably going to have Jorginho, Loftus-Cheek in the midfield. We'll see who's playing center back. But, I mean, otherwise, it's not like Chelsea have anything to play for, so I'm not sure this is going to be like a 2-0 win for Chelsea. I think it will be kind of up and down just because that's kind of how Leicester um, matches go, and I don't see uh, – so Jamie Vardy here. What my original point was, I kind of like him in, in tournaments. Um, yeah, I mean, I I get it. I no no not no Vardy for me. Um, he's fine. I don't know. Like if he scores a goal, I can't. I don't know. Like you think it's gonna be back and forth? Maybe we just think it, like the match is gonna go a bit differently. I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a bit worried about Leicester here. I could see them resting players. Um, they they play again on Sunday, obviously, um, at home. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense for them to rest a few guys here, too. To be honest, it wouldn't shock me if Chelsea, like, put three or four past them, de- depending on the lineup. Um, I get it, though. Like, Leicester have been in great form and scoring a lot of goals. So, if they come out with Madison, Vardy, you know, that, that – their a lineup like we said yeah i can see it i guess but uh, let's go i guess we'll going back to what i said last week about how i just basically never roster vardy unless it's unless he's in the nut spot i just can't do it here i mean he'll score a goal he'll score a goal and you know score you 12 points because besides that he'll have like two fouls and one shot no that's uh but yeah, I mean that's that's why he won't be popular. So I guess he's he's like a a cheaper version of Richarlison, you could say, just in a worse worse matchup. Uh, but yeah, um, earlier this week, Brandon Rogers said that he's gonna probably rotate one or two guys. I I didn't know if that meant actually one or two guys in the starting eleven, or if that was like one or two guys in the squad. So. We'll see what the lineup looks like. Yeah, like you said, they they could rotate again. Nothing to play for. So, like, why push 
Why it would just Madison, make a lot of sense Andy. for them to rotate. Yeah, right. I mean, again, you never know, but, you know, it's a tough matchup already. You save your guys and have them come out firing at home on Sunday to, you know, score five or something. Technically, you could say the same thing about Chelsea, but. Right, but they're at home. So, you know, it's a. All right, all right. I don't know. I, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess we have not mentioned Eberechi Easy here. He's down at 6,400, away to Everton. I know they're underdogs, but I believe you mentioned in your article, uh, it seems like if we know Elise is out, if Milivojevic is not in there, it seems like Easy's going to be the cash way to go here, 6,400. It's not like mm-hmm. Everton are going to be, you know, on the front foot, or at least it doesn't seem like they're going to be on the front foot and in, in the final third, the majority of the match. So it seems like that's a pretty safe move there at 6,400. Uh, yeah. Um, like you mentioned, if, if Milivojevic isn't in the lineup, um, as he should take most of the sets, uh, the matchup against Everton, even though Palace – you know, our decent size underdogs, at least on paper, it's a decent matchup against against Everton. Uh, yeah, uh, as he is probably the first guy in or first forward, the first forward in my cash lineup. I know we we were mentioning these Burnley guys, but I think I'd rather go with as he seems like the it seems like it's a little bit safer. I don't know. You know, they're very similar options. What do you think? I mean, technically, you just compare it. Crystal Palace, a better team than Burnley. I don't think that's – you can argue that. And then Aston Villa, a better team than Everton. So when you put that together um, – Yeah, it's a little bit – yeah, it's a little bit different than that. I know what you're saying. It, it, uh, what I would is, add into but... that is that yeah, the way the, re, the way it's a little different because as he rarely goes 90 minutes, I think he has only once – um, I mean, he, he, he's, he came back from injury this year. You can't say he rarely never goes 90 minutes. It's, well, this season, I mean, how many times has he done it? One time. Well, he's only right? became a starter in like the last few <laughs> weeks. So, Okay, well, every time I see Palace's bench, they have five forwards on it. So I, I'm, I'm never too, uh, you know, I'm never too surprised when their forwards get subbed early. But yeah, no, I, okay. Uh, and the other thing I was going to mention was, I don't know, maybe as he doesn't have as much goal upside, but I mean, he's been playing in, obviously McNeil doesn't have much goal upside either, but as he's been playing in different positions. So if he's in the front three, I'd like him, I'd like him better. Yeah. He took, he took a lease spot last game and it's basically uh, Jordan. Ayu is the other guy that plays on that right side. So they always have, it's like Mateta or, or Adson Eduard. And then you have Zaha on the left side. So it's going to be AU or, or Ezi right there on the right side. So what, but what if he's in a central midfield role and I up there, he starts, I, mm-hmm. I don't know the last time he went 90, I seems to get subbed off pretty often. So it, what if we have a situation where it's like as he starts in the midfield, but maybe he's in the front three for the final 20 minutes? Is that, yeah, am no, I just thinking too happen. much about this? Or? No, you're not thinking too much about it. Um, you know, that happens in certain scenarios. Um, if you just want like my, yeah, I don't know. My personal opinion would be that if they both start, 
IU is probably, I would, I would, I would think IU stays on longer the more, more often than not. But again, you know, you know, if he doesn't, then yeah, you're right. I don't know. That could happen. Although, you know, if he gets subbed, it's probably for a Eduard, Venteki, Mateta, uh, wh- whoever they don't start. So honestly, I, I, IU hasn't played since April 30th. So it seems like he's his time at crystal palace is done if he's not getting time at the end of the season. So, uh, it seems like now is yeah. when uh, Vieira is kind of working on his youngsters kind of a thing. That's what it seems like, at least. Again, though, like, this would be the spot. You know, Palace rotate for the away match on Thursday, play the A-team on Sunday. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, we're thinking too much into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, just going down, we have... We can't before we move on for forward. We have to mention Calvert Lewin, forty seven hundred. He has the second best odds to score on the slate. He like he's in this slot at plus one twenty. Where that's I mean this is kind of the slot where like Lukaku and all these other guys have been the the Chris Woods the the Callum Wilson. Uh, just looking ahead, Callum Wilson is like forty one hundred for Sunday slate, but that's that's not that's not right now. Uh, but Calvert Lewin plus one twenty forty seven hundred here. He's probably going to get looks in cash games just because people are going to spend up in their midfield spot, and he's just you know the typical uh, cheap forward who has good odds to score. So, what are your thoughts on Calvert Lewin here? Uh, yeah, it's hard not to like him at that price. I don't know. Yeah, he, he you know he's been bad and he doesn't have much of a floor either. He got a lucky goal last week. We talked about Everton, you know, needing to get a result so you know they should be trying to score at least until they get one um you know it's fine i guess for cash if you really want to spend up in all the other positions i mean i i'd much rather play calvert lewin than lukaku calvert lewin for 3k cheaper i mean that's not even a decision so yeah i mean it's a good price for a guy with the second best goal scoring odds You'd rather do that, even though you just said that Chelsea are probably going to get four goals against Leicester. No, I just said it wouldn't like it wouldn't surprise me. Again, like uh, Chelsea, uh, yeah. I've been wrong about Chelsea many, many, many times, and and I'll be wrong many times again about Chelsea. They could also, you know, it could be nil nil. Um, I was just thinking that Leicester might rotate, and I don't know. Yeah, the hard thing with Calvert Lewin is that he had. He had one shot in 90 minutes against Brentford. I know they went down a guy, and that one shot was a deflection uh, into the back of the net. So, so it wasn't even a real shot. Right. So, And he's been <laughs> pretty much bad since the first three matches of the season, since returning from injury. So that's the downside. Uh, I mean, again, this is... I mean, it's the, Chris Wood, basically. It's the you Chris Wood well spot. You so. just put Chris Wood in there instead of Calvert-Loon. It's, yeah, it's like the same thing. Yeah. Then, you know, like, yeah, Chris Wood more often than not was a horrible play. I didn't win much money with Chris Wood this season, even though I, I rostered him a ton. You know, more often than not, he scored me two points. Calvert Lewin could easily do that. Yep. That is uh, definitely the case. So we're talking about spending down at forwards. So that means we have Mason Mount, 9,900, James Madison, 9,200. We have a slight possibility 
that we see Ziyech back in the starting 11 just because of, you know, Chelsea went 120 minutes over the weekend. And mm-hmm. Ziyech kind of changes. We haven't had really a Ziyech conversation in a couple months just because he hasn't been getting time. But when he's in there, he is on set pieces. So that's kind of a separate conversation almost. But let's assume Ziyech isn't in there. We got Mason Mount at 9,900. I assume you want to play him over Madison at 9,200. Um, I don't really want to play either of them. Um, I guess if, if ZH was in, let's just say if ZH was in, I want just like from a cash perspective, if ZH started, I would play him in a cash lineup. If Mount, no matter starts, who else was starting, no matter who else was starting. Um, if, if Mount starts, I don't really think he's a necessity in cash. I mean, I think what he's taken one set piece over the past two weeks. Uh, Reese James has taken the majority of the right-sided sets, and Alonzo's taken the left-sided sets. If Ziyech was in, Ziyech would take those sets over Mount. And Mount's expensive. I mean, he's got there recently with goals and assists. So, I mean, from like an upside perspective, he probably has more upside than Madison, but again, I don't even know because there's certain uh, scenarios where Madison can have 10 crosses and then maybe add a goal onto that. And then, the, you know, his ceiling is, is comparable. Um, so I guess I don't love either of them. Um, I guess, you know, I would lean Mount for the matchup, you know, like we go back to if Chelsea, you know, put four or five past Leicester, like, like, like I said, then you would want Mount. Um, but yeah, I don't think either of them are like, I don't think either of them are a must for cash games. I could be yeah. wrong. I'd like to have like someone like Jordan to, to there's someone who, you know, knows what they're talking about for cash, but I don't know. I want to spend up a defender. I think there's some other midfielders here that we'll talk about. So yeah, I just don't think it's mandatory. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just because without the the set given set pieces for Mount, you don't have a guaranteed floor. But I don't know. For the most part, you still have, even without you know five plus set pieces, you still you're still getting crosses and shots assisted. Like he's still coming up with a a ten point floor. Not enough thing. for ninety nine hundred. Yeah, I, I still think it'll be popular though, just because of. Like you look at the odds, we just keep coming back to the odds. I know we kind of, you know, maybe bash the odds a little bit, but they are the biggest favorite on the slate. And you got to think that Mount will get looks just because of what he's done in the past. And yeah, no, definitely. So. Yeah, definitely. No, I mean, yeah, I'm not just, I'm not saying like, no, yeah, he'll be relatively popular. I'm not saying, you know, he's a, he's a bad play. Um, I just I'll just fade him this week. Yeah, I want to point out the la- when these teams met earlier this season, we got a N'Golo Kante goal, a Rudiger goal, and then a Pulisic goal. And then the game the, the second game of last season, uh this was exactly a year ago, May 18th, 2021, we got a Jorginho goal and a Rudiger goal. I'm not saying I'm not talking about Rudiger yet, but that's Chelsea's last five goals against Leicester have not come from their three forwards, basically Uh, coming from midfielders, coming from defenders, 
or coming from like Pulisic off the bench. So uh, something to think about just in terms of this matchup and how goals are scored, how opportunities are happen for the, this, for Chelsea in this matchup. So, you know, not a, not a cut and dry situation, but definitely something that shows you that maybe you don't need Lukaku for the goal. Maybe you don't need Mount for the goal kind of thing. So something to think about. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we haven't, we haven't even mentioned Zaha yet. Now that I look at it, 7,900 Zaha. Um, what, what do we think about Zaha? I mean, he, he's pretty safe for a full 90. You know, we're not getting the 90 with Eze, but Zaha up there. Uh, and against Everton, you got to think that maybe if Everton are pushing the final 20, 30 minutes, there's going to be some some counterattacks there where, where Zaha is, you know, one-on-one against against who? Michael Keane or Mason Holgate? Uh, <laughs> like. I think Zaha's, uh, it seems like he's always in this uh, tournament range, maybe not for cash games, but definitely intriguing play here at 7,900. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, he's 7,900. You look, last week he was 8,900. The week before that he was 9,900 and then 9,800. So, I mean, we're finally getting a discount again on Zaha. He hasn't been under 8K for a long time. Um, the matchup with Everton is actually pretty good and it, it'd be really good if Everton got an early goal and, and Palace were, were forced to attack. Um, I always like Roster and Zaha. I don't think people, or I, I, you know, I could be wrong, but I don't think he'll be that popular here. Uh, he's on pens. I'm, I'm just a big fan of Zaha. He can score special goals in any matchup. He always has brace potential. Um, yeah, whoever those Everton defenders you were saying, I mean, Zaha's probably the best dribbler in the Prem, at least the best guy with the ball at his feet. So yeah, I, I, I'm a big Zaha fan. I can always roster him, especially when he's not going to be popular, similar to the way I feel about, I guess, for Charleston, but, uh, he's six, Zaha's 1600 cheaper. Yeah. I tried looking back through some Everton results for less few at home. So they have... I guess this is. I guess this is the last time. For the most part, I mean they're allowing opportunities. It's not like sure this is a must-win situation. Like they beat Chelsea one nil. We had Chelsea with seventeen shots, took eight corners, dominated that match. Everton got uh, when was that Richarlison goal? I guess it was uh, at the beginning of the first half there. And then same thing with the Manchester United match. Everton got one nil win. Um, Anthony Gordon got, I believe, a deflected goal in the first half. Yeah. And then uh, Manchester United, 12 shots. So, I mean, it's not like – I guess we've been saying it all show. It's not like Crystal Palace aren't going to have opportunities. Like, this is Everton. They're, no, they're I feel the, like the chances the chances the, should be equal in that game. Right, right. So, it's not it, – even with that – even w- whatever the odds say here, like, it's not – Zaha's price Maybe is, not equal. I shouldn't say equal. I mean, if the game stays – if the game stays nil-nil – you know, like into the second half, then I would expect Everton to, you know, dominate Push. possession and chances. Right. But yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I know we're jumping around, but just to finish off forward, <clears throat> we didn't really, I mean, we mentioned at the start about the Villa guys, um, but all these Villa guys are too cheap. The front three, Watkins, Coutinho, Ings, all of them could score two against Burnley. Um, I specifically 
specifically like Coutinho in this spot. Uh, he's another guy. First time he's been priced under 7K all season. I mean, remember when he was 9K, we were talking on these pods about should we roster him when he was 8K, talking about that he's a good play. You know, he's shown upside. He's still really talented. It's a good spot against Burnley. So, yeah, I mean, with Villa, you know, Villa's final home match. You know, uh, Coutinho goal and an assist here wouldn't be surprising at all. Yeah, Villa are, okay, yeah, they're at Manchester City, that final game. Yeah, so otherwise, moving back to midfield. Yeah. And speaking of Aston Villa, this is going down further, but we have John McGinn, 5,800. We have Anthony Gordon, 7,700. We have a possibility Buendia starts at 6,500. We have this, so if we're not spending a Madison or Mount, do we want to go to this this mid-range? Do we feel comfortable with, with this mid-range here of players? I mean, yeah, the reason that the reason that I was, I mean, the only reason, how do I say this? Um, if I, if I don't what? roster Mount, if I don't roster Mount or Madison, I mean, I'm absolutely rostering Anthony Gordon. I mean, that that's that's part of the reason. Or, you know, I guess we, we don't have, we're assuming Damari Gray doesn't start as well. I mean, he might, but let's just say it's Gordon, Richarlison, and Calvert-Lewin again. Um, Gordon will take the majority of set pieces. You know, he has a floor even, you know, aside from set pieces. He has goal and assist upside. You know, he's... I, I think the I think the gap in salary between like him and Mount is just too big. Um, so yeah, I, we, you definitely you know if you're going to give up those points from Mount or Madison, even if they're smaller than they usually are, you still you got to get them back from somewhere. I, I like Gordon here. Are we scared at all about like we we're pouring out Gordon? We talked about Calvert Lewin, and I know Calvert Lewin's cheaper, but. These prior results, Crystal Palace have dominated Everton this season. They played a couple months ago in the FA Cup. Crystal Palace won 4-0 earlier in the league play in December. Crystal Palace won 3-1. I know it's a must-win situation for Everton, but is this – I just don't feel safe going with Everton. <laughs> that's no, that's kind of I what mean, I'm coming to here. No, I don't feel great about it either. It's not a must at all. Like, yeah, you can – there's nothing that I – none of these midfielders yeah like i feel great about i mean i like that gordon's cheaper i like that everton have something to play for i like that everton are at home i like that they're favored i mean so you know that makes gordon acceptable as far like if you're looking to fade i mean like you mentioned about what palace palace has played better than them um you know tyrick mitchell I've seen a couple uh I don't remember exactly what they were but some sort of couple metrics that rank him as the best defensive fullback in the prem this season which is pretty interesting so okay. maybe who's ever on that side uh will have a tough time <laughs> <laughs> All right uh yeah let's let's take a look here Mitchell's on the left side so we got yeah, I believe Anthony Gordon's been playing on the right side lately. So, yeah, Gordon's been on the right side. So, uh, I don't know. Okay, well, 
Um, Everything I just said, yeah. No, no, I mean, forget about that Mitchell thing. I mean, no, it's serious. Like, Mitchell's a good defender. Maybe he maybe he does, you know, make it tougher. But, uh, I, you know, he can't... Uh, he can't stand in front of the set pieces and, and, and block them. So Gordon, right. you know, can still get points that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you don't want to spend in this higher range, like I still think for cash games, like we can still go down. Like if you don't want to spend the money, like we still have McGinn has, it seems like it's floor it always gets to, to where you want it to get, even without set pieces, 5,800. We also have Douglas Weeds at 4,400. We have Jorginho at, a discount here at 4100 um i guess he was 3900 against leeds his price has gone down whereas all the other chelsea midfielders their prices have not gone down loftus cheek is 5300 so it seems like we have like these value guys who even without set pieces it seems like they're getting you know 5 to 10 points every game no matter what happens and then you get pk's with Jorginho. so it seems like, I mean, if you don't want to spend for the Gordons or higher up, you can go with these other guys and not and not be in the worst spot in the world. We still have yeah. Brownhill. Brownhill's not my favorite, but he's still down here, 4,600. So there's, there's all these cheaper guys that are at least options. Yeah. Um, Even Milivojevic here at 3,600. Like, Milivojevic would be fine because he's 3,600. Obviously, um, this is cash games. Like these guys don't right, have cash games. They don't have the upside of, of other. Play Milivojevic and GPPs. Right. Yeah, yeah. Unless Zaha isn't in the lineup. Um, but yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to roster him again when Dina is in the lineup. I mean, yeah, I know he gets there most of the time without the sets, but I want him to have the sets. The reason he gets there most of the time is he's he's second in the Premier League in tackles. Um, I don't want to, I don't want a roster of 5,800, you know, guy and hope for tackles. Um, it's fine. Obviously he gets them and he gets there. 19 points Mm -hmm. in the first meeting with an assist. So that's a 10 plus point floor. Also had a 10 plus point floor against Crystal Palace last match. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, he also he's draws playable. a ton of fouls. Is he, yeah, is he yeah. Jack Grealish point two, 2.0 or? No, but he's, yeah, he's fantasy friendly. He picks up like a lot of peripherals. I just want my 5,800 guys to have better goals. 25 point upside. Like, again, I guess I'm talking for tournaments, but I wouldn't play him again in cash either. Um, yeah, I just pay down. Like, I'd rather, you, Play Douglas Louise in cash. Um, like you said, Jorginho even, uh, Milivojevic. Um, you know, McGinn's just too expensive compared to those guys. Any thought to uh, Iwobi here? The guaranteed 90 minutes, 4,300 against Crystal Palace. Crystal or Everton, our big favorite here in this game. So think about that. <laughs> um, he's all right. Not for cash games over these no, other no. guys we just mentioned, not like over Louise, Louise, but um, no, he's a fine play for tournaments. He could get a, he could get an assist or even a goal. I mean, it doesn't look like, you know, he had, he's barely been shooting, but he was kind of unlucky not to score the other week and he's been getting forward quite a bit. So I don't mind it for tournaments. 
Speaking of Everton, before we get to defender here, I, I called out DeCore to score a goal. I think it was against Watford a couple matches ago. He has a shot and goal in his last three. If you remember earlier in the season, he was getting a forward a decent amount. I know it's different managers, but seems like mm-hmm. he's always going to get a rebound or something, but moving up the pitch a little bit more than we think. Plus, we have Everton. Could be in the final 20 minutes. They're full-on attacking. And 3,300 seems like uh, – Maybe not the worst tournament play, I guess. No. No. Um, you could play him in tournaments. I would play him in tournaments. Here's the thing. like These guys, like specifically a Decore, like a 3,300 guy like Decore, um, he would look really good if this slate had, you know, 11K KDB and 8,500 Trent Alexander-Arnold. Now... You could argue that it kind of does, and that's if you're going to play Mount Madison in the expensive defenders. So sure, if you're if you're doing that, then yeah, Decore looks pretty good. Um, for me, if I'm not doing that, maybe I won't be in that range. Um, but just in general, Decore, yeah, he does have goal upside. He he gets involved in different ways. It hasn't looked like it recently, but he can score. Yeah, the numbers haven't been there, but again, if you just go back earlier this season, he was getting up the pitch a little more than you'd actually think from DeCorey, whereas the guy and next then, to him. And, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah I was just gonna, no, no, the guy yeah. next to him, like Allen or, or Fabian Delph or something, those right. guys aren't getting as forward. DeCorey's the one in the midfield that's actually getting forward. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's how it like. That's how it was like last season and then the start of this season. And then for the long stretch in the middle of the season, like Ducore never got forward. And then, yeah, he seems to be again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, Defender here, we have Alonzo at 7,100, and we'll just start with, if Ziyech starts, you do not want to play Alonzo, correct? Not in cash. Um, but I like even without sets, Alonzo is always a fine play because mm-hmm. 
he's just always so far forward. I mean, he can, he'll have chances to score and assist. But yeah, if Ziyech isn't in there, I'd be worried about Alonso not taking any sets. So yeah, but then, uh, sorry, if Ziyech is in there. Uh, if Ziyech isn't though, because, you know, Ziyech hasn't been starting, Chelsea just haven't been rotating. Um, then yeah, you might have a decision, Alonso or Reese. Um, that's tough. You know, they're both really good plays, I guess. Um, I lean Reese. Um, I just, I think he's a little bit safer. I think he's a little bit better. I think he, you know, I don't want to say he has more upside because Alonzo, obviously, they both have 25 point upside for, for a defender. So yeah, they're similar plays. I don't know. Do you have a lean between, between them? No, I agree with pretty much everything you said about James. I, I just think he's a better player. I think he's, yeah, that's kind of what it comes down to. And he's, you know, 200, yeah. he's 200 cheaper, which not a big so, deal. But Right. Reese has been playing on the wing, obviously. You know, I hate that we have to talk about this. Um, but this, you know, Aspiliqueta hasn't been playing. Right. And Aspiliqueta is going to play this match. I mean, it's it's their last home match, right? He's leaving Chelsea. So I don't see how he doesn't start. Um, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> so, and, and it's not like, again, it's one of those things where we said like they've switched at halftime. They've switched. What you if know, they try to get Aspley Quaid a goal or something? You just play know, the it sounds like, I feel like it sounds like, like funny to talk about that, but it's not crazy oh, to man. think in because it's his last game for Chelsea, okay, you can start on, you can play on the wing here. I mean, I don't know. Just, just keep an eye on that. Uh, again, you might not be able to know though, and sometimes they, they switch mid match, so it might be one of those. I don't know, nightmare Chelsea slates. Just when you think you have Chelsea pegged down, they do the opposite of what you think they're going to do. That made me a lot less excited than I was for this slate. Now that we have to deal with <laughs> Espliquet to possibility on you the You know lane. what? I'll tell you I'll tell you what you do. I'll tell you th- what you do. Okay. You just play Espliqueta. $5,400 right-sided center back. No, no one will play him. And then uh, he'll be up there and score you the goal. Uh, no, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. He, uh, it, it was the last time he started when they switched at halftime because he played, Espelie could have played on the wing against Wolves. He finished with negative 0.1 points in that match. Is that when they, is that where they I, switched at halftime? I think it was yeah, because then they what, gave up those yeah. two goals. Yep. Yellow card. Yeah. I mean, he still like doesn't even do anything on the wing. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just something to keep in mind. Um, so we got, we got, uh, Dina here as well. 6k. Do we want to pay um, up for two defenders here? Is that what we're thinking? I do. I mean, we I know do, your strategy, yeah. so I guess, yeah. Okay. And this, you know, this looks like a slate to do it on for me again. Like though, this hinges on other things that I've said having about Mount and Madison, like if for if so if Mountain Madison are smash plays that are going to score twenty plus points each and you have to have them both, then you're probably not spending up for two defenders. I'm just not looking at it that way. So I want to, um, and if you know, let's say Ziyech doesn't start, I don't mind 
And for cash games, for cash games, definitely. I would maybe play all three, Alonzo, Reese, and Dina in cash. Like, what am I doing with that money if I'm not spending it on Mountain Madison? I mean, you have to, you know, you need to be doing something with that money to, to, mm-hmm. to make fading those guys worth it. Yeah, I figured you were going to go there. <laughs> So I mean, they're just way better than all the other options. Right. too. So, so like assuming they have decent games, they should punish the people who don't play them. Like the people who don't play them in cash are going to be behind by however many points and have to play catch up. Yeah. Um, so if you don't want to, for one or both of your spots, I mean, like you said, it's just not, you don't know what you're getting from, from everyone else. I was kind of down on Mike Alenko, but it seems like when Everton need to push, if they're in a situation where they need to push late in the games, his numbers have been better lately. I mean, he still had a, a five crosses mm-hmm. up two floor against Brentford, mm-hmm. even though, you know, they're down a guy. So, I mean, if it's a situation where Everton still need to push in the second half, like 4,900, you could see that where he, where he hits a 10-point yeah. floor just because yeah. Everton have to push. So Yeah, I shouldn't – yeah. Um, Mikulinko, he's he's acceptable too as like a last guy in, even uh, just like for cash even. Um, probably will would take a set or two like as their only left footer. I mean, if they get any over there um, – and yeah, he's been attacking when when they need to push and when they need to attack. Um, and then he, good GPP play, just in general. Yeah, I do. I think Mikkel. Yeah, he's where I would go if I don't spend up on one of these other guys. I mean, I think so. I'm just. Is there anyone else in that range? Yeah, no. I Mikolenko. I I like Mikolenko. I mean, in the opposite of that, you could look at the same thing with. Charlie Taylor, 4,600. Uh, I mean, he hit a four-point floor in the first meeting, but, I mean, he had a 12-point floor against Tottenham last match. Like, it's possible. Connor Roberts, same kind of deal there, 4,400. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7.2 floor in that first meeting against Villa. So, I mean, you have these guys where as long as Burnley or Everton don't score in the four, first 45 minutes or aren't winning in the first 45 minutes, like, these fullbacks are going to get more forward than pretty much they have – all season. So, cause they, these teams need to score. They need, they need points. So uh, yeah, that, you're right. You're right. It's not and like, it, no, yeah. You can build GPP lineups like that mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Where if you're, you're playing for Burnley to be chasing all game and still, you know, had, yeah. Uh, you're right. Actually, Char- Charlie Taylor is who I would go with in that scenario. He's the one who is going to, uh, whip in as many crosses as he can it's not really that's how they play Loton on the other side not so much yeah on the other side of that I do think it also kind of degrades Dina a little bit he had I think he had a six or six or so point floor in that first meeting he got an assist but you know Villa got those early goals and you know they didn't need to really push but if, right, if, if Villa Burnley are going to be pressing kind of thing, maybe Villa get an early goal. So it's like, how many corners is Dean you going to get kind of a thing? So, yep, I no, I agree. I agree. Um, the Chelsea guys are significantly better options than Dina, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, anyone else stand out to you uh, just moving down the list? Or, um, I don't know about stand out, but like Nathaniel Klein is an seems like an okay punt. I think he's the cheapest fullback. 
he was actually decent last week. You know, the matchup against Everton's okay. You know, he took two shots even. You know, he, he was getting up higher. I, even get, I, I saw the shot on goal. I was surprised at how high he was up the pitch. So, yeah, for 3,500, I mean, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, no, no one really stands out. You? No. <laughs> uh, I think the uh, Callum Chambers is going to be at a discount here at 2,800 just in terms of center back, clean sheet kind of a thing. Uh, home against Burnley. I mean, that's yeah. where you're looking, but yeah, I've seen him score some nice goals before too. Former yeah, Arsenal, great Callum Chambers. Former great, yeah. Uh, Ezri <laughs> Kanza is out for the next four months. He got a MCL injury, so that's why Chambers is going to be in for for Aston Villa. But goalkeepers here, clean sheet odds. We have Chelsea with the best odds, forty two percent. Not really. A high percentage, as we see for these, you know, expensive goalkeepers, 5,800, 5,900. Mendy's at 5,800. So it seems like not a great spot to spend on Mendy. Uh, then we have Everton, 36%. Aston Villa, 33%. Any favored move? I mean, for the most part, it seems like we're probably going to have money to spend on Mendy if we want it. But do you want to spend on him? Would you rather spend on Pickford instead? Hmm. Given what, so. uh, given what we said so. earlier in the show, man, and this is like this is the only time I would ever choose Pickford. I mean, I, I hate Do rostering you... Pickford when he's when he's above five k. I mean, I would basically never never do it. Um, you like Pickford more than Martinez? You think? Uh, not not really. I mean, it's keeper. The only reason you know I would say Pickford in the expensive range. Again, just because Everton have the motivation and Pope in the in the cheap range because Burnley do. I don't know. It, it doesn't well, mean much, but it, it might. But yeah, the opposite side know. of that, Martinez. Yeah, made, Mar- he made five saves the first time they played Burnley. He's going to be the one if Burnley are up or if it's scoreless. He's mm. going to be the one making saves. Whereas yep. Pickford's not going to get those late saves. So yeah, so um, Martinez is probably safer probably. probably a better yeah like a better tournament play I, I don't know maybe just safer i don't know and, but you know i mean if if everton were winning not one nothing palace are still going to try to score a goal also but i know what you're saying like uh burnley have to so like martinez should have more opportunities to make saves yeah that makes sense i agree with that and if you don't go with calvert lewin what about Jack Butland? Uh, yeah, Jack Butland. definitely. So, That's Crystal, what, yeah. Crystal Palace haven't allowed more than one goal in their last five matches. And I mentioned the away numbers earlier. So like, Butland's down if there. If I don't have, yeah, if I don't have Everton guys in my lineup, yeah, I'm playing Butland for sure. I probably wouldn't go to Schmeichel, Palace. but this does seem like a possible match where Schmeichel makes seven saves and Chelsea struggled to score or something. That's not where I'm yeah. going, but I'm saying it's possible. I might have some Schmeichel. Yeah, you know, it's only a three-game slate, so there's always a chance that none of these teams keep a clean sheet. Um, and then, you know, you just want basically the cheapest mm-hmm. keeper, and he, he might also have the most saves. Um, so, and I don't mind rostering Schmeichel opposite Reese James or, or Alonzo. Right. All right, so 
we've extended this conversation. We're almost at an hour. So I'm just going to guess what your some of your plays are going to be here for tournaments. I'm thinking that you're going to go, you're going to get uh, Coutinho in your team, maybe throw in Ings or Watkins. You're probably going to have Mountain James slash James and Ziyech. And then um, Gordon in the midfield. Is that is that fit? Is that... Does that make sense for one of your lineups? What, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you got everybody except Mount. I'm gonna I'm gonna play all those guys, but I'm. Wait, did I'm I say Mount? Gonna, yeah, you said Mount. Oh, I didn't mean Mount. Sorry, I meant maybe Alonzo. Alonzo. I meant Alonzo and James, or James and Ziyech is what I meant. Yeah. Yep. There we Gordon. go. Yep. You get the Calvert Lewin. I mean, now I might have to not play those lineups though, since. Everyone knows what I'm going to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I like all those guys. My tournament lineup, I'm going to have Zaha and Ezzy in there. And I'm going to go with a couple Crystal Palace goals. And may- maybe I'll go with the, one of those Aston Villa guys too. I'm going to go opposite of the teams that need to win because it's not what, that's not always what happens. That's, uh, that's one thing we can't forget that just because a team wins needs to win doesn't mean they are going to win so no yep you're right i like it all right ryan that's it we have a much bigger show friday noon eastern me ryan belangi jordan cooper we will go over the 10 down 10 game slate at DraftKings for sunday and we also have kits and wagers will be later friday me and chris owen we're going to be doing we're each going to give a bet on all 10 matches. So we're going to try and have 20 bets as long as we don't overlap a little bit. We're going to have 20 bets in our Kits and Wager show this week. So nice. a lot of good stuff coming from Rotowire. Um, but if you want this information, if you want, let me scroll to it. I know it's up. The, the, the uh, cheat sheet for the 10 gamer here. 10 game clean cheat sheet. Look at this bad boy. Whew. It's been a year since we've seen this, but. Uh, Look at these odds. So I can't, I can't wait to click on it. Yeah. <laughs> Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Free 10-day trial, no credit card required. You can get this cheat sheet instead of, you know, looking at the screen and trying to steal it off of our YouTube channel or something like that. Don't do that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Ryan Belangi, at Ryan Belangi. I'm Adam Zadroik, at Roto Zadroik on Twitter. This has been Thursday, three-game slate. We will see everyone Friday for the big one. Hopefully, someone can win this uh, 10K coming up on Thursday slate. Ryan, thanks for joining me. See you later in the week. Thanks. Good luck, everybody. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.